Hello everyone and welcome to the Winging It F1 podcast episode 51. I am here with Nigel and Freddie as usual, but not as usual. It's a bit of a different one because no news has happened in F1. So we are going a bit abstract and we are going to be... Wait, wait, wait. If you together... want to find out the latest news, go to racingnews365.com. There we go. If you want to find out the latest news, go to lastlap.co.uk, um, where you will find news on anything from Formula E to Extreme E to Formula One, a lot of WEC, um, and even the odd BTCC announcement, exactly. Ooh. And luckily, Freddie is editing this, and he works for Last Lap, so he can edit out the <laughs> But you'll have heard them both. But yes, as I said, I'm joined by Freddie and Nigel, and we are going to be putting together our dream calendar, or list of tracks that we'd have on a dream calendar in F1 for, I don't know, in our dream world. But first of all, oh. Nigel and Freddie, how are both of you? I'm really good, actually, to be honest. I am having a decent day. I'm a bit hungover. That's why I've got an ice cream and a, and a cup of tea to um, see me through the next hour or so of this podcast record. Um, if I didn't have those, I would be slumped over the back of this chair and would not be hyper at all. Yeah, I'm fine. I should be getting the vaccine in a couple of weeks. I found out. So that's good. Oh, cool. Um, that's yeah. cool, yeah. And you said there was no news. Well, it's all right, Porson, is it? It is. It's well, great. Well, millions wrong. of listeners want to know that you're going to be vaccinated and safe from the coronavirus. <laughs> and they're going to be like, how old's Nigel then? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, passing around Nigel's house. Um, but yeah, I think we will get straight into it after that bombshell piece of news that Nigel has just dropped out of nowhere. Um, yeah, so we have been working on it for a bit. This week, we had a document between us and Pitt's we'll pick which tracks we want and we, that's going to be kind of the set list that we're going off. Um, so the ones that we all voted for, there are 14, which I thought was quite a high number, actually. I thought it might mm. be around 10, um, but there's 14 that we all voted for and therefore are automatically in. And they are Interlagos, Sakir, Monaco, Spa, Montreal, Kota, Hungaroring, Istanbul, Singapore, Nürburgring, Red Bull Ring, Sipang, Silverstone and Suzuka. Um, were there any kind of surprises that jumped out to you? Because I think for me, Singapore maybe was a bit of a surprise. Um, or Hungaro Ring. I mean, yeah, I love actually. the Hungaro Ring, but I don't know if everyone loves the Hungaro Ring, but seemingly Monaco, we all love the Hungaro yeah. Ring. Yeah, Monaco, there seems to be a lot of discontent for that every time it comes around, but all three of us have decided to pick it. The reason I chose Monaco and Singapore in particular is because... The qualifying sessions there are mm. extraordinary. I think those are probably the two best qualifying sessions of the year. We usually see uh, the margins are quite close, at least at Monaco and at Singapore. Uh, Red Bull are closer to Mercedes and stuff, and I think it's just a fantastic track. And they're both a proper driver's challenge as well, being street circuits. So those are the two main reasons. Uh, those are the, that's the main reason why pitch well for them even though the races are not usually you know wheel to wheel and stuff like that yeah I think wheels... I, I was running an R and go for Singapore quite a bit I was I, th- I don't think I initially put it in but out of the street circuits we've got I think it's one of the better ones it's a brilliant spectacle and yeah I, I don't know it just seems like quite a nice 
track or it, you know as Nigel said it's a challenge as a Hamilton fan there's quite a few good memories from there as well <laughs> like, I <laughs> always think with actually the, uh, I yeah, think sorry, with, sorry I always think with these two tracks there's um I think for me they're both straight away ticks go because I think they've got the advantage obviously of being on the calendar and having had a good few years of Formula One but there's so much alongside them Singapore has sort of really quickly become the other Monaco in terms of F1's like blue ribboned events with so much going on and so much off track as well as the intense qualifying sessions and um, to be fair relatively intriguing races quite a lot of the time if you if you think about it like the last races in um, in um, Monaco with um, Verstappen on the back of Hamilton I thought was one of the tensest races of 2019 live it's, it's, it's not got rewatchability but it, it was really interesting and you've got a lot of interesting races that you don't necessarily get at tracks where you can just drive past someone that um yeah it's not necessarily great for wheel to wheel but they've also they've got they've got intensity to them and they've yeah. got so much on the outside particularly these two singapore and monaco that just i think if there's any grand prix that you know, i think most people are dying to go to if they get a choice it would be one of these two mm. yeah so definitely. much more and on, on the flip side of that, ones that none of us voted for, um, we, we did it off a list of grade one, FIA grade one circuits, because they're the ones that are kind of, um, you know, available to host a Grand Prix, eligible to host a Grand Prix. Um, so kind of some interesting ones that weren't picked, obviously, Abu Dhabi, Sochi, Paul Ricard, I think most people would have guessed that. Magnico, mm-hmm. Barcelona and Mexico City were also mm-hmm. none of us picked. I... I think especially Mexico City, I'm not a fan of it, evidently, because I would have voted for it. But um, I don't know. I kind of thought that might get a mention somewhere. But, yeah, I think clearly. it negates my previous comments about atmosphere. But um, <laughs> I kind of think with the Mexico City, with Autodromo Hermanos Rodriguez, I think um, the Formula E track's better. And yeah, I kind of think, think if they did something like that, rather than just the kind of... the just the long, straight little box, long, straight little box, boring S's, little box in the stadium. It's like, oh, it's cool. It's a stadium, 70 laps. Oh, but the Formula E track, like when it's in the stadium, it seems to invite racing where it goes. It's an entirely different layout there. And mm. I kind of think that's a bit better. I prefer that. So, yeah, I think atmosphere is good, but I don't think it should be the only reason for including it. And I think for Mexico City, it would have been the only reason. For including it, Magni Core, Freddie, uh, you didn't vote for that. It was a bit of a surprise, but couldn't be bothered. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> that is the amount of effort we are putting into this. So that's fourteen already locked in into the calendar. And the first thing I guess to decide is how many races do we want the calendar to be? Twenty-five, just... like Liberty Media want it. Well, how, how, how many? You've been... I've. I've heard you before saying you want it less kind of 19 or or less oh, than yeah. that is that correct if we was only 19 we could only choose five more that's true <laughs> how <laughs> many tracks have we got to go for probably about 15 or something that we've all been seesawing on across the document mm-hmm. it depends what's happening in this dream world how many rules does it have like <laughs> <laughs> we've got what, to go like, into this physics in the dream or... what, is it, is it is it on like Mars where it's got a bit of a longer year or something no, so we've got more normal. weeks to do it 
<laughs> yeah, normal 52-week year. I kind okay. of thought... Okay, got to weigh that into it then. I thought 21 to 23. All right, although, let's go with 21. 21. Yeah, I guarantee it will increase, though, when we kind of realise that Maybe. we don't have any to cut out. I just put them both Interesting. If, if, I, if I did have to cut out the... Ones that we all three of us have chosen. I'll maybe go with Bahrain, possibly. Even though it does create the best race in those, I'm not sure. But just because of, let's say, yeah. other factors, if you get me. I think I might agree with you on that. If I had to. Um, yeah. Yeah. I'd say so. Um, but we do have, it is locked in, at least for the moment. And then we have. A bunch of ones that two of us voted for. Um, and starting at the start, Melbourne, Albert Park Circuit, Nigel didn't vote for that. <laughs> Why didn't you vote for that? Just because I think there's 21 other tracks in the world that are better. <laughs> Did you limit yourself to 21 votes? Uh, no, but I've just decided <laughs> that now, <laughs> just to give a reason. Uh, no, I'm not. I think... I'm not sure. I think it's kind of like Mexico City. I think the atmosphere is brilliant. It's probably the best place to start the four to one season. But I think for me there's better Australian tracks out there. And say if F one does go to Phillip Island or in Dreamland if it did go to Bathos, obviously it would never happen. But Phillip Island, the new Bend circuit in Melbourne. I can't Ooh, remember. Oh that, that looks is. terrifying. Uh, that's pretty <laughs> crazy and F one could yeah. definitely go there. And I feel the fans would flock to wherever uh, F1 goes to in Australia. So for me, I'd just choose Forget, a Australia, Australia is massive. Circuit. Yeah, I'd just choose a different circuit in Australia rather than at Albert Park. Our Australian expert correspondent, Freddie Cokes, there. Australia is massive. Um, oh, okay, massive. We'll, we'll, run, we'll run through the list that two of us voted for. It was Melbourne, Imola, Estoril, Portimao, Monza, Baku, Hockenheim, Indianapolis, Mugello, Kailami, Patero de la Funas. The last two are Patero de la Funas. The grey two circuits, but we put them in, or I put them in, and me and Freddie both voted for them. Patero de la Funas. Um, have any of you, have either of you changed your mind on any of the ones that you voted for? Because we need to get, we need to cut this down for about 12 uh, what I, have a half vote, I, have a half, I have a half vote on Baku, um, so I'm a bit really? like, if you want to turn Baku into a three, that's fine by me, um, because I didn't vote for Baku in our original assessment, but um, I'm kind of thinking, yeah, it's all right. I I was, yeah, I was surprised Baku didn't get three, but I, I really like it. I think it is mm. one of the best circuits on the calendar and one of the more different circuits on the calendar. Should we add that in then? The yeah, thing is, in. Adam, you say that, but I bet after the 2016 race, the first race, there's no way you would have said that, which is, you know, with, you with the new circuits that came, <laughs> yeah, the new circuits that came last year, you know, give it a chance and it might turn out to be like a Baku. Yeah, they might, but Baku's <laughs> had, what, four races now? Four races and is one it? and a half good races. I'd say more than that. Oh, the F2 was all right. <laughs> I don't know. I think it's had three out of four have been good, watchable ones. So, was, was 2016... No, it can't have been. Doesn't matter. Um, okay, but Baku is... It was the in... one... 2016 was the one Rosberg won from pole, but Perez yeah. came from like eighth to third or something, which is kind of interesting yeah, at the time. Hamilton had a bad weekend, didn't he? Hamilton crashed in Q3, 
and Absolutely. and then had technical issues which he wasn't allowed to be told how to change so sat in fifth for the whole race oh yeah i remember that <laughs> yeah and it was just a complete farce and they clashed with lemon and no one watched it oh yeah that's that was the lemon last lap toil it oh. was the lemon where the toyota number eight car or number seven i can't remember which broke down on the final oh. lap of lemon after leading oh. for 24 hours and it was the saddest moment of everyone's lives <laughs> not mine though because i didn't watch it um so the the next one i'm willing to concede portimao because well i wasn't a fan of it then i think there's other battles you can see the potential to fight. i can see the potential i think it could form a kind of barcelona slot as the start of the european calendar as well um i can see some value in that so i'm kind of willing to concede on that and throw that in who didn't choose Monza? You, I think. Oh, it was me. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is such such a rehearsed podcast. <laughs> uh, yeah, I didn't choose Monza, and probably for the same reason as Melbourne. Actually, just because I think there's other a be- there's better Italian tracks, and I only only one. I think I think we can have more than one in a country. Yeah, I didn't think so about I had to restrict myself, Phil. I didn't put, restrict myself to such jingoistic um, um, nature, to a, such a jingoistic nature by limiting it to, to countries. I thought, well, we can just have the the steering Grand Prix or something like that, or not in, even though there's only one Austrian track picked, but um, <laughs> we can we can just yeah. do European Grand Prix or yeah, I I kind of thought the same really. That um... let's do a Rolex Grand Prix. They don't they don't, they don't do one NASCAR race a year because it's in America. <laughs> no, they certainly do not. <laughs> Only one British F4 race. <laughs> Magello, I, I, I like Magello as well. I think I took Magello. Yeah, I, I'm, like I do, but I think there are better ones out there. What, what's the argument for Magello? What's what is drawing you to it? Just a beast of a track. I think it's really different to. Uh, the other circuits is a bit more old school, and I think what F1 needs with the current schedule is variety. And I think Magello Magello offers a different. I think we've got that though. In terms of the ones we've already got, we've got challenging tracks in there already. Hmm. I, I mean, think, I guess I I've, think I've, I've... there's more room for a challenging track than an easy track, in my mind. Um, and I think Magello, like Nigel says, is a complete worldly it's an absolute beast and um watching them there in 2020 was for the whole weekend was really interesting i think what was interesting was normally practice sessions are a bit tedious to watch and everything but watching them at Magello, i was really interested for some reason i was absolutely not because it i mean there's the like the first half an hour it's like it's a new track wow but then there's like the rest of it was just as they ramped up and ramped up around that track it felt just so exciting to watch cars there. Um, will, I mean, you that go. said, I am willing to concede Monza, to be honest, just because of the history and it's been on the calendar every, okay. every single year, bar one, I think, 1980. It 1980. On. Yeah. So, but I do like Magello. <laughs> See, I think for me, Monza, kind of when you're doing an F1 calendar, for me, there's four that kind of should be on there to make it an F1 calendar, and that's Mon- Monaco, Spa, Silverstone and Monza. I think they're, yeah. obviously, we, with COVID, we couldn't have Monaco this year, but kind of 
generally for it to be a, an F1 calendar, those are kind of the cornerstones. Mm-hmm. I agree I with that. See. That's a good but, point. Mm. But if staying in Italy, Imola. Would you would would you both want Magello and Imola in? I'd rather yeah, have Magello. Nah, you can only. I'd say you can only have one. They only have one. Well, I mean, I'd say have neither, but I'd <laughs> rather only have four than because I don't know. Just Imola, you're getting the same thing basically, to my mind. And I liked it. <laughs> there's 21 races, and you're taking two. Not in my dream. With... Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but still. Yeah, your dream is like 365 races, isn't it, Freddie? Not quite. (laughs) (laughs) The team's actually on Boxing Day. The team's have gone live as well, crucially, but uh, what about New Year's? (laughs) Who cares? What's New Year's? It's to start the next year. Um, (laughs) Yeah, I think I'd, I'd rather have Magello in than. Yeah, let's throw Magello then. Okay. I think Magello's mm. got a really interesting. Well, if you thing. really Magello... dislike them, Adam, we don't have to put them in at all. I mean, this can be your foot down true. moment of the podcast. Yeah, you can. You could overrule you might, us. You might choose choose a, a different track from one that we voted. Just one of us, maybe two of us, will change our mind. True, actually. Okay. We can, well, we let's... can do it like they do on that X Factor thing where they have chairs and then you can take people <laughs> off the chairs and we can make we can have 21. We don't need to end the podcast there. We can then go through more tracks and say, oh, yeah. what do we want to take off for this track if someone puts forward a really good case? Okay, well, let's let's not add it in for now then, but let's keep it in bond. Um, <laughs> Indianapolis, I really want that. I mean, having two American races is fine. It's a big country. And having it at that venue where, you know, you've got a bit of banking and you've got a hopefully brilliant atmosphere if you have it in, you know, September or so. It's, yeah, it's a good track. It's a historic place to be racing. I think it would add, what? They've changed the layout, though. They have changed the layout. It's a bit of a crap new layout. And even the the old layout that they used to have. I think if if they mix the two, if they um, so the old layout um, would go full round the banking at the back, whereas um, well, which obviously was what, yeah, yeah, but yeah. it did it. So for two thousand to two thousand and seven, when the, when they raced there in Formula One, um, they used a quarter of the banking basically in one of the corners and had a full bank Formula One corner, which was cool. Um, yeah. Now the the um, the GP circuit of the motor speedway um, gets up onto the banking and then breaks and has a little <laughs> chicane going out onto the straight and if you've ever seen the IndyCar it kind of works for the IndyCar but that's because they do they do the Indy 500 so <laughs> they don't need to worry about the banking um, that's what we need we need an oval race that's what F1 I think that would be is. insane if we did an oval race um, variety oval I mean it, it's not F1's thing which would probably mean that they'd get <laughs> really a lot of critics <laughs> it really depends which oval they did it on um they that did really it on. small one in America. Yeah, that's <laughs> like what I was thinking. Half mile. The absolute tiny <laughs> one where cold. you can't do it with, with, um, <laughs> with the dirty air and that kind of thing. Qualifying would be mad. Um, but um, I kind of think with the, the, the GP Motor Speedway, if you mixed the two, kind of like the historic one that they had there 10, 15 years ago with the one they've got now, like the first sector of what they've got now with the final sector of what they've got, 
then would be excellent. In my well, opinion. we can put that in. We cool. can have that. The, all the, all the, no, I mean, te- like, all of the infrastructure is still Penty there. Now. They've not, like, bulldozed over the final, over the banking, and meaning that you can't drive over it now. And um, we no longer have Michelin as a tyre supplier. Yes, exactly. Whoa. No, no Freddie's not going to get sponsored by Michelin when he's older. <laughs> I, I, hey, it's all I right. Really like it coming into form, Ham Cooker coming into Formula E, so I've just got to align myself with them because <laughs> they're great tyres. You need to learn the slogan, really. Um, I don't know. Hand I cook. really like it in, but Nigel, you are still Ready, steady, hand cook. Not convinced over it. Um, again, there's better tracks in America, I think. I think Road America, which I've put further down, is now that's a track. No, oh, well, we can. Yeah, well, we could see. It's but... all right. Yeah, Road America's all right. All right. It's one of the best you... tracks in the world. Top 10. The, the surprising one I thought was Hockenheim. Because that's one that I really, I don't know, would I put it in my top 10 tracks? I think it would be up there, to be honest. I don't know. I think it was Nigel who voted for it. But it's good. It has good racing. It's got a good atmosphere in the stadium. But it's got, why? Nürburgring's better. Yeah, but we've got Nürburgring already. Yeah, so that's I'd rather go go to the Nordschleife. No. Not going to the Nordschleife. That'd be deadly. I mean, yes, and it would ruin yeah. the Norge life for everyone who uses a toll road to get to work. I just, I don't know. I, I feel like I just wouldn't put Hockenheim in. I just, Why? I don't think it. What's, what's the atmosphere? What's the not atmosphere? Argument against it. So I think the argument against Hockenheim to take a devil's advocate kind of position because I did vote for it is that the racing is always all right. They had a great race there in 2019 because it tipped it down with rain. And it was chaotic, but you've got to take that as like not the norm. And when it's been a dry race, there it's always been meh. It's okay. Yeah. And that's about it, really, with Hockenheim. The only really great race I can remember there in the dry was when Jensen Button came from something like back of the grid to third or second or something in when in the BAR days. And that was just because JB was on a flyer and an absolute worldie of a drive. And what? you can get a few good switchbacky moves, but it's never anything amazing at Hockenheim. But it's quite, it's, it's another one that um, has potential to be great and normally doesn't live up to it. And that's why I, I went for it, because I think it's got potential to be really good. And it's got the history, obviously. It's Hockenheim Ring. It's, it's been a you know, race drag for so long in the, the years of the world and everything. Um, and yeah, it's had some okay races there. But um, the, the reason everyone's now clamming for Hockenheim on like the Twitter sphere because there was a wet race there, not because there was yeah. a Hockenheim race there. Yeah, I, I mean, when F1 used to alternate between Nürburgring and Hockenheim oh, uh, dreamboat. every year, back about, about 10 years ago, now 12 years ago, I always, always preferred Nürburgring. And like Freddie said, I think the only reason people enjoy Hockenheim more now is because of the wet race in 2019 and, and the rainfall in 2018, which allowed Hamilton to that amazing win when Vettel crashed. But before that, there's no race that stands out. There's a lot more Nürburgring moments to me that stand out in the history of F1. So shall, shall we have a put it in? Shall we have a um, ultimatum? Should we either contract the Nürburgring and Hockenheim for um, buy right, We can alternate deals? in years. Exactly. Or do we have a European Grand Prix the Nürburgring like you did from like 1995 to 2008 or whatever? 
I'd I'd go for that option. Personally. Have them both. Yeah, that's what I. That'd be my dream scenario. I think pencil them in as both now, and then if need okay. be, this is a one we can dock out as a biannual contract in Dream World. Okay. That sounds a good idea. If you're we listening or watching you. this podcast, and if you disagree, please let us know on Twitter by Ooh. spamming us. Yeah, yes. spam Nigel because you want to support his opinion. So spam him and tell him, Nigel, I want to support you. I want to support you, Nigel. I'm on your side every day. <laughs> every day. Um, Estoril, I didn't vote for it, but Did both I? of you, well, I'm assuming so because it's got two votes and I didn't vote for it. Oh, yeah. So do either of you want to make the case for that? I spent ages looking up videos of Estoril, looking up track maps and everything to decide whether I would vote for it. And I thought I decided I wouldn't. But OK, let's go for it. Um, so <laughs> well, that's, that's maybe an indication that it might not make it on then. Um, Estoril, I think it's, it's good. It's got the Portimao kind of side to it of like, it's a better Barcelona. Estoril's also got that. They've fiddled around with Turn 1 since F1 was last there in a way that they did with the Hungara ring in around the late 90s, early 2000s to make it better as an overtaking spot, which is good for racing. Um, the back sector is really quite fun with like, it does what we want Catalonia to do with more sweepy corners and stuff like that. Um, but it's just, I don't know, I think I just did a did a Nigel and decided that I prefer Portugal with, Al, with the Algarve circuit um, and Portimao rather than Estoril. I mean, I'm kind of 50 50 with Estoril. I can take it or leave it, but like, I would happily yeah. have it. And have, if it was there, I'd say brilliant. But I'd... yeah, I'm 50 50 now as well. And plus, okay. since we got Portimao in anyway, mm. uh, yeah, yeah, I don't think we need two Barcelona clones. Sorry, Estoril. Strike Estoril <laughs> from the calendar. Yes. Yeah, Estoril is not in. I think Melbourne, I, I like. It's a good place to start the year. Yeah, it's right. a good F1 country. It's had some good races, and you know, it's just a nice, it's a nice place to start. Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. Only start if they don't start somewhere else in Australia. But yeah, okay. Well, the reason Melbourne's track. great to start is because it's in Melbourne, and because it's a couple, it's like a month after traditionally, a month after the Australian Open and that kind of thing. And well, the world's eyes are on Melbourne for the sporting month of the year for whatever they have there. And it's 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 quite a fun time for Melbourne, really. And mm. if you're there, the city is absolutely off its hinges with excitement. And you've been, you've uh, been haven't you, Freddie? Yeah, yeah, I went to the Australian been. Grand Prix in 2019. That's some fancy McLaren pass. <laughs> Last one. Sorry? Had some fancy pants McLaren pass thing. No, Where I didn't. That was, a, that was a different one. Okay. Well, that one, that's a different Grand Prix I went to. Yeah. That was the Hungarian Grand Prix 2018. <laughs> oh, that was different, the other 100th Grand Prix I went experience. to. Yes. Well, the one we had, we, had a, we, got, we got a special enclosure for free because we were like one of the random people who booked at a certain time. He's like, you got a special enclosure at, um, alongside oh, where George for Russell was on the grid. We, I can't remember. Um <laughs> But um, yeah, got and George Russell sat right there for his first F1 race. It was quite fun. Um, the the other two that we've not mentioned that two of us voted for are Kyle Army and Patero de las Funas. Patero so de las Funas. I think the main reason I put Kyle Army there was because I think to be a world championship, F1 should have a race in Africa. It should have a race on every continent apart from Antarctica. And I, Kyle Army's the 
best South African circuit. I think it's a good circuit it is in its own right as well. It's got F1 history. But I think to be a world championship, you should be going everywhere in the world. And that includes going to Africa. I disagree. What have you got against right? Antarctica, mate? The fact that it's got no permanent populate, human population <laughs> is one. The fact that All it right. has no roads is another. <laughs> Just right. to start with. I disagree with that because then F1 would be the yeah, only motorsport world championship. And that's not fair on other series. Well, they should have races in Africa too then. And Antarctica. <laughs> Does Formula E have a race in Morocco Antarctica? Race. Is the Marrakesh Epri? Yeah. Um, yeah. That's quite good. There's a half permanent facility there. Marrakesh and... is good. What? Yeah, I quite like it. No, 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 no. <laughs> oh. Anyway, the Formula E calendar is going to be an interesting <laughs> podcast next week. Um, <laughs> Hope Joe's um, it's a half permanent facility. I don't know what is what else is there. I know they've had um, Formula One races in like the fifties in Morocco, but um, mm. yeah, I wasn't suggesting it as sure. a track. I was just saying there are other series that race in Africa. Yes, such as Formula E. Yes, is that so, all you wanted from me? <laughs> well, because Nigel was saying then F One's the only World Championship or something. I don't know, but anyway, um, yeah, I just think we should and. You know, the reach of F1, that's a massive, massive people. That it's F1 a decent track, to be honest. Going anywhere near. And yes, it is as well a decent track. It's that's what undulating. I yeah. And I don't really I care that it's in South Africa. If it's in, to be honest, if it's in South Africa, that normally turns people off it because South Africa is such a rocky country as is. Um, Table the, Mountain. Yeah, it's made of rocks. Um, yeah. And... It's such a rocky country politically and quite unstable a lot of the time. Um, that you kind of think that's right in F1's remit, frankly, of yeah. a place to go. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's kind of a place that it's fine to go there to pull in a bit of crowd. Um, and there's a, I think there's probably there's a big motorsport culture in South Africa um, that are dying for Formula One to go there. And I think. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's a missed opportunity yet. I think if they went there and left, then it would be a travesty, but they haven't opened up the market so much. So I think it's a good place to open up a market. It's better than Saudi Arabia for that. That's a good point about the market, actually. I I think it could could just inspire a few people, a few young kids in Africa and stuff to take up motorsport and things like that. So I think that that is a good point for this. So yeah, you can put that in if you want. I think that was I think Lewis said um something about that. He said mm. that F one should be racing in Africa for that reason. I think it was a while back. It might have been around when we did our first podcast actually. So you want um, Kyle Army as um like a season finale or something like that? I was, I was thinking a season finale leg could be Bahrain, Kyle Army, Brazil. Going in a I think it'd be quite a cool place Don't to you. to have like that kind of thing. They've had they've had season finales there in the past with history in terms of like the the eighties. I think Cross lost a world championship there by half a point, or not half a point, by more than that. Um I think it was eighty two, he didn't win with Breno. Um and all that kind of stuff. So I think it's 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 got history, like Adam said. Um you can always look back to the nineteen ninety three Senna Schumacher Prost fight you had there. And 
that still is talked about. I remember going to a bar in a hotel, in, not a hotel, in an airport in like, I don't know, Tenerife or something and watching the um, the 1993 Kyle Army Grand Prix because they just had it on the TV there. And I was like, wow, these guys know what they're doing. This is just Freddie's travels. He's like, oh, yes. And then I went to space for a month and I've missed the 2013 Spanish Grand Prix. Oh, no. But anyway. Hey, I think that's Ramble, that, wasn't it? Fernando Alonso's <laughs> last win, the 2013 Spanish Grand Prix. Well, you didn't know because you're in space or whatever, or I don't know, scuba diving. I had a great time in zero gravity. <laughs> um, yeah, or I saw, oh, and Nürburgring, Nürburgring, Bahrain, Alami. But I think Interlagos has to, for me, it's the kind of definitive season finale. And it's also a great track and guaranteed, as much as a track can, can guarantee to have a decent race to finish the season. I think Interlagos does that. Now, um, what about Potero de la Funes? Most beautiful circuit in the world. It's got it's a lake in the middle it is. It. It's sexy. I don't think anyone, I don't think the viewers really know what it is. It's amazing. Well, it's a track in Argentina. Research, Nigel. Yeah. <laughs> it's a track in Argentina, and I am now just Googling it to find out where it is. Um, but yeah, it's... Argentina. It's amazing. It's, it's, yeah. it's, like, it's like a cross between um, Albert Park, Baku, and Mugello. And it's got a massive lake and it looks so cool. And I watched an onboard lap there on a Seto Corsa um, in an F1 car. And it's got some bits that would be just like really like immensely fast parts of the track. And it's got some other bits that if you were racing there, then would be like you'd have to either commit for a move or you'd be like fed out a bit. And other bits where you could just side by side through it. And it just seemed like a track that I really want to see an F1 race yeah. happen at. That was the same reason I put it out. It's got a brilliant kind of hairpin Late. or sector that's like winding up here. I think it's a right turn. It's like up a hill, it's quite steep uphill. It's right turn, then left and then a hairpin. And it just, it looks so good. And as Freddie said, I just really want F1 to be there. It's to me the most beautiful track. In and the what world. do people want from racetracks? Undulation. And what has this yes. got? undulation and a lake yes name a bad circuit with a lake in the middle of it you can't exactly uh let me think exactly i'll come back to you after the podcast for that one is there a lake at <laughs> alton park actually alton no, park's banging good good audio content coming back to the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> he's like he's like a steward the stewards will decide after the race. <laughs> after the Isn't podcast. it just a shorter version of the Nordschleife? No. That's what's wrong with the Nordschleife. Is it so long? It's a. It's yeah. it's wider. I'm going to actually. It doesn't look wider. It's, right. It's it is. wide enough. It's like an actual length that you can have an F1 race at without yeah. having a million marshals or fatalities every time we go there, and. It's, yeah, it's a lot prettier than the Nordschleife. It's got a lake in the middle. Does the Nordschleife? No, probably not. I don't know. It might do. It's massive. It might have a There's pond. a lake on that A517 between Sheffield and Manchester. Doesn't mean they should have a racetrack yeah, there. Not a racetrack there. That's not what there. we're saying. Yeah. <laughs> so name a bad circuit that already exists. You can't just go around and be like, oh, there's a reservoir outside Berry. Don't race there. <laughs> yeah, I... That was a great track, really actually, like that it. one around that reservoir in Berry. <laughs> <laughs> I really like it. Freddie really likes it. 
The circuit has received very high praise from the drivers for its substantial undulations and numerous high-speed corners and bends, which provide a great driving challenge. Not my words, getting... the words of Wikipedia. Exactly. <laughs> and we get another race in Argentina, and Argentine fans are crazy in every sport that they go and watch, even like cricket or whatever. And so you'd have that element. It'd just be brilliant. It'd be one of the best, it'd be one of the favourite races on the calendar. Right then, yeah. All right. Well, 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 let's have it. Let's have it. Okay. This is good. Let's have it. Well, we're now up to 21. Okay, now we're going to start removing we'll tracks. Up from what races tracks. we've got, Adam, just in case anyone. So, the races we've got in no particular order um, are Interlagos, Bahrain, Monaco, Spa, Montreal, Kosa, Hungara Ring, Istanbul, Singapore, Nurburgring, Red Bull Ring, Sepang, Silverstone, Suzuka, Baku, Portimao, Monza, Melbourne, Paterno de las Funas, Kailami, and Hockenheim in italics. Hockenheim's <laughs> uh, <laughs> next year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think it might be getting to that stage because we do have circuits that some of us voted for, but not all of us, or one all of right. us voted for, but not the other two. So does anyone want to pick up those and make the case for those? Well, I think we're on to the Nigel leg of the, the um, <laughs> Google Doc. Um... Yeah, Nigel voted for loads. <laughs> I think I looked and I voted for like 15 or 17 or something, and Nigel voted for tons. I, I mean, uh... I voted for about 30, but... <laughs> Why even if you put Shanghai on there? Right, oh, I'm not. Me. I'm not a fan like, what, of Shanghai so much. What's yeah, it, it adds to the calendar. There's a massive, massive Haze. market for the car industry. I think the track. And go itself, to Zhuai. That's an all right track. The Shanghai track is brilliant. I think. I think it's really yeah. different. It's really high on tyre wear. We get great races there. You know, for yeah, over the last you get good years, races there. We've had we've had what? good races there. There are always there's always some. Intrigue and interest. The only bad one was the latest one, the thousand anniversary Grand Prix in 2019. That's true. I think as a racetrack, it creates great racing with the long back straight. And as I said, the tyre wear throws up a two or three stop race, which is different to what to the normal one stop races that we normally get in F1. So that's my case for it. Mm -hmm. Okay. I mean, I think it's. It would, if we're batting the the market thing again, yes, China's um, China. Um, it, <laughs> if you look at, you know, they speak about it every year when they go to Shanghai, the racetrack. You look at you look at old races there from around the the um, the noughties, and there's nothing in the distance. You go there now, and it's a mega, it's a megapolis, and everything all around the whole place. It's 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 responsible for a boom in China. Um, in that particular area of Swampland or whatever it is, um, and it's it is it is all right as a track. It's clearly designed for a modern Formula One car to thrive there. It's not it's not like where you get a racetrack that's designed for um, cars from cars that like GT three cars that go at half the speed, and then they can you know flow so nicely in a Formula One car just just you know just just tilt the steering wheel and you're around it. It's clearly designed to be a challenge for a Formula One car at its peak, which is now. Um, Out of all the Tilka, Tilka built tracks, I think Shanghai is probably one of the best for me. See, that's the thing. Shanghai has a lot of lovers and a lot of haters. Uh, Their own kind of tier. And then maybe Shanghai's. Okay, I think you've, I think you might have convinced me that we can have Convince me. Okay. Um, should we take ten Imola, more to go? <laughs> should, we, should we take Imola and Indianapolis out of the running? 
because yes i think I, those are the two we kind of have to take out don't we because yeah. those have got the caveats of um we will slightly well, prefer Magello and um indianapolis you'd have to make major revisions to the track okay we could just uh, make a racetrack <laughs> i don't know i think you can't you can make a racetrack, but you can't make a venue that's as historic as Indianapolis no. without a hundred years. But as and you that's say, why the next track is the Isle of Man TT. <laughs> it's not a venue; that's an island. Exactly, it'd be crazy. <laughs> it's a landmass. <laughs> um, okay, I think the the only ones I put down there's Bud, which I like oh, i think it was a oh, good oh, tilka track i think it's better than shanghai and it's i'd say it's on a par with career but career was just a massive flop and they only got it finished like the day before f1 went there i don't know i i think and if we're talking about markets going to india it's second biggest population it's got real f1 passion i believe and yeah i'd like to Put that case forward. The Bud International Circuit. Yeah, it was Indian, a good track. Indian Circuit for those who don't know. Yes, sorry. It was uh, a it was a it was a pretty free? tasty racetrack, I'd say. Um, I think all that really stands in the way of um, the Indian Grand Prix was everything that came alongside it, which was that um, I don't know. All the staff had to stay in hotels where they would basically be at extreme risk of getting malaria from mosquito. Um, <laughs> infestations and whenever they go into the, the in, go from like a five-star hotel into the track they drive past um the extreme poverty and then all the money was just put into this massive racetrack facility that wasn't even finished when they were there um and i kind of think there were so many little caveats with the engine grand prix that yeah it was a good race um to drive on i mean the races were weren't very memorable the only bit that i really remember is hamilton crashing into massa which seems to be all of 2011, and um, Sebastian Vettel winning his fourth title, which is quite a, quite an iconic shot when he like gets out and bows mm. to his car. Um, and he won all the races there, the Vettel, three races they had there. And kind of like, yeah, but the overarching memory for me of India is um, everything that came alongside it being a bit uncomfortable, frankly. We can have the race and then we can put the money into helping the poverty. Because it's dreamland is worse if you have a if it's worse if you build a massive racetrack when you should be spending it on other stuff and then no one goes there. Yeah, they're not able to go there. (laughs) Now the Olympics are called London 2012. Apart from London, best experiences (laughs) ever in history. But yeah, outside of that, Athens is dead now. I don't know about. Shanghai, uh, sorry, Athens destroyed themselves with their yeah, economy. Beijing, I think mm. they only used a velodrome in the athletics track. Mm. Yeah. It's cool though, the athletics track, athletic stadium. Mm. We're getting a bit off topic. The, the bird's yeah. nest. Uh, I'd rather have career than the bud circuit. Personally. See, I think I'm the one who chose career. Yes, yeah, I, I saw really that. Have either of them. Would you not? Would I choose Qatar? If I had to really choose, yeah, I, I wouldn't. Like, I do like Korea because of the track, and I think it's a bit different with the insanely long straight for part of a really long straight. Uh, I think it had some good racing as well. It is good for it would be good for modern F one cars, I think. But 
I'm kind of going against it now. And the Indian circuit doesn't really appeal to me. Okay. With with this kind of like our individual ones, I'm going to throw in that I did the LaSalle International Circuit, which is the season opener for yeah. MotoGP what? in Qatar. I've, I've not even heard of that. I don't know what it is at all. So you're going to need to do some explaining. That track is horrible. It's worse than Paul well, Ricard. It's got the Bahrain vibe to it, um, which is basically what it's like. But it's kind of like... <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of like right <laughs> i think it as as it goes it's 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 obviously got the night race in a country that's uncomfortable okay um <laughs> hear me out um i'm not back i'm not supporting myself here that well but anyway um it just it, it just flows really nicely and it's got little bits around the track that offer a little bit of a technical challenge little bits that offer a bit of a high-speed thrill and then still comes round and has a decent lap. There's not really any corner. There's a couple of corners that are a bit boring, but a couple of them that feed in nicely to the next and it flows. I think it flows nicer for me than Korea does. Uh, to me, just, Korea always felt a bit stop-starty you know. and then you got to a weird bit at the end, which is like, oh, is it a street track? It, it was meant to be. They exactly. went to build a city around it and then, they, and then they just didn't. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to have another Asian track other than Shanghai, which we've now chosen. It has to be Fuji in Japan and alternate it with Suzuka. Fuji is a brilliant grade one track, I think. Fuji is good. Mm. Is it? Well, I don't yeah. really... I know F1 raced there, and yeah. but I don't really remember. Did Hamilton... Or was that... Hamilton, Hamilton won. Hamilton won. won. Yeah, and then the Alonso won in two thousand and eight in um, the Renault. Yeah, mm. a proper victory that year. <laughs> it, was a, it was, yeah, it was actually a really good drive. Yeah, yeah. It really, it was really cut the Fuji, that was Fuji well, Speedway. Then? Yeah, that was Fuji. Alonso's win okay. there was a prop, and both wins there have been immense drives by Hamilton and Alonso. And I don't really know. I think. It's um, it's obviously the Hunt louder um, yeah. <laughs> showdown track where um, louder yeah. pulled out of the race. It's Fuji, so there is there's the history element there. Actually, to be fair, I think Nigel, you you've thrown that into the bag. I'll do alternate. Just mentioned. Do you want to alternate it with Suzuka? Yeah, just just like the used yeah, to. Let's, let's do that. Ago. I think yeah. I'd be I happy think, to yeah, do that. I, I think a lot of people are diehard about Suzuka, but I think I'm not the biggest fan of it. You can be diehard be about both of them because it's Japan that people are diehard about. Suzuka is fantastic in terms of the S's and the Degners and the hairpin and then spoon and then one thirty yard. Look, the whole that's the whole track, but it's just like um, <laughs> it it's a it's such a intense track is Suzuka, hmm. and I think yeah that is great. Yeah, and Fuji has got such a different challenge, but it's in the same country. Um, it's like it's, it's one of the longest straights that Formula One's ever been to, um, and then around the back you've got high speed corners and you've got some really like some corners that will pull lateral G, they'll mm. pull necks off people in Fuji, um, yeah. and at Fuji they do circuit safari, and if you don't know what circuit safari is, you've got to go and look it up because it's one of the coolest things that WEC have ever done. It's also insane, but anyway, um, you can take different it? racing lines as well. Like <laughs> yeah. Ellen, is it just like LMP1 cars driving around a like, line enclosure? The LMP1 car in first place. No, it's um, <laughs> they have they have a a bus, a coach driving around the practice session with fans in it, looking out while cars drive around. 
So there's just a bus on track. Brilliant, but also absolutely mad and crazy. Only in Japan. It's fantastic. My, I did F1 in schools, which was a thing initiative Mm. where you had to like make a car and like make a kind of team budget thing. And yeah, kind of like set up, I guess, an imitation F1 team. Um, And we didn't, another team from our school did, and they went the regional and they went to the national final in Silverstone and they got to drive around the track on the school minibus. And I was very jealous. (laughs) (laughs) The DT teacher who ran it got to drive a minibus around Silverstone. (laughs) The world would be unreal. (laughs) <laughs> it'd be brilliant it'd be like in um, Top Gear where they do the vans and Hammond's got the really kind of boxy one and he kind of tries to flick it into Chicago okay so we're agreed we're going to Fuji yeah, yeah. once every two years and that, that for me that's in place of Qatar Korea and India yes. yeah okay I'll take that I still like an Indian race but it's you know it's just one of those. I think it's, if, they could, if they could do a street track in India, that would be the best one of the best places to do it. But we've just seen mm. the failures in Hanoi, so we might in Vietnam, um, which isn't going to happen now, basically. Which is yeah. So I kind of think maybe don't go fishing for street tracks in random places. Mm-hmm. I think that's, I was tempted to put it on just out of sympathy to have a race there, but would I we have didn't. selected it though? Well, I don't know. But, I wouldn't have done. <laughs> well, that's fine. Nigel, would you have selected the Hanoi there. International Circuit from Vietnam? Uh, I've got nothing to base it on, to be honest. No. Yeah, I think, I don't know. I, I We discussed this before, so we don't need to go into it. I just think it's sad that they will never get a chance to see it. But That's true. That's true. That's I think that. Zandvoort was the only other one I put down because it's a good track. It's a challenge, but not in the sense of Magello. It's a different kind of tight it's around the dunes on the coast it's quite a good away race to go to especially on a budget from britain you'll have incredible atmosphere from the fans because we see the dutch fans at spa and uh, austria and it'll just be that ramped up to 11 it's got it's the argument it's the same as like Imola. But it's different but it's a different type Country, that's it it's a different type of track though as well it's more I'm in tighter and banking gear. I'm I'm willing to tighter. give Zandvoort. Wow. I'm willing to give Zandvoort a chance. I think the reason I didn't pick it was because I'm slightly worried that the Dutch fans won't go to Belgium, Germany, and Austria if we have. Oh, so you've got a grudge Dutch Grand Prix? Hey, <laughs> you've got a grudge against Zandvoort because it's got a fan. No, because I'm worried that those other circuits won't get as many fans and stuff. Because I think Max Verstappen, in a way, has saved some races with the amount of fans that go there. I'm mm-hmm. just worried Zandvoort will almost take away from that. It's kind of like the argument with, no, what, I forgot what tracks it was. I think Mexico, Mexico and USA, they, they sometimes argue about saying, oh, if we have the Mexican Grand Prix before it, most people will go to the circuit of the Americas. And no, they're like never that. empty, yeah, though. Because it's really yeah. easy to get across from Mexico to go to Texas. <laughs> I can't remember what it might Not with a that. wall. It's I remember. Uh, it was sarcasm. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm willing to give us a chance because okay. it is it is very different to what we what we usually get. Yeah, I agree. Let's do okay. it. Who are we taking out? We've taken out IMS, haven't we? So let's put it in for that one. Yes, we now have twenty two races. 
that's cool. We're allowed 23 if we're going to be Liberty sponsored. Um, well, Magello was the other one that I think we should put in because we haven't already, but we'd said. Oh, I thought it was should. there. Okay, put well, Magello in. It, it will be there now. So we now have 23. Um, Another one that I only put was Road America, which I think is, is the best track in the United States. Go on, make the Road America case. It's just the best track in the USA. It's got everything. Long straights, great racing. It's dangerous, old school, grass and gravel uh, on the exits, which will punish you. Uh, I think it's got everything. Do we it's need undulation? Do we need more old school? Because we've already I think got so. Spa, Hungaroring, Nurburgring, uh, Silverstone, Suzuka, Fuji. Yeah, but- Portimao, Magello. What, what I mean by old school is like, not the way the school. track is. Because I, I don't no, think Silverstone, Hungaro Ring, tracks like that, they've been modernised. And same with Spa. They're, they're not really old school mm. anymore. Whereas Road America has still got that. But then again, if F1 did go there, if F1 went there, they'd ruin it with Road America. I agree, Road America is a, is a fantastic racetrack. You've got so much going on at Road America. And when you're if you know any car, GT car, Indy car that's going around there, it's it's on a limit at every corner, and it's um. There's so many opportunities to have intense racing there um, around that track, but I kind of think, like you say, Nigel, if if you take the the kind of sort of back straight, that's kind of flat out into the back straight of Road America. Yeah. I can't remember any names of anything out there or turn numbers, but um, um, if anyone knows what I'm talking about. That would just have to be, they'd have to cut out the forest over there and move the wall back so far to make it FIA standard. It's fine in American safety standards with IndyCar and um, IMSA, but F1 would not stand for that at all. Um, for basically, for the majority of it, it seems like you're driving flat out at a wall and you would I mean, be at that, that point of the track in where is it? sixth or seventh gear. Yeah, Nigel, where is it? It's Don't say America. Elkhart Lake. Which is in what Wisconsin. State? I just remembered Wisconsin. Wisconsin. Would yeah. you be interested in doing a share between Cota and that? Oh, definitely. Yeah, I think it's yeah, better let's than do Cota, that. That anything. could work. Yeah. Okay, that's quite an interesting little mix-up. So, are we, are we suggesting Road America? We will give it a chance, despite the FIA revisions. I mean, we've yes. got this Puerto de las Futuras. Yeah, but that's Funes brilliant. Thing. It's absolutely. But it's not very safe, is it? It'll be, the, it'll be the best race in F1 on the I calendar. Really we'll just go straight in there. It's got a lake. It's got a it's lake. Got, it's got, got hills. It's got a better got lake a than the one they've got in um, Montreal. Better or lake than Alba the one Park. they've got at Singapore, because that's the sea. Or Bahrain. They've got a little oasis in the middle, but it's better than that. That's quite pretty as well, the little oasis. Patero de las Funas is better. Um, Patero de las Funas! Okay, we've got that in. We've got Zandvoort in. We've got Budden Career out. La Sale, we've we've been that out. Um, Harris, I didn't put it down, so Harass. that means someone else must have, which means someone else oh, must me. have wanted it in. <laughs> I like Harris. Um, in my classic, I like I'm Freddie and I like old school tracks way. Um, <laughs> I think I just enjoy Harris as a track. I mean. It's one of those ones I'd be willing to give a chance and knock off if it's not so good with modern F1. But yeah. I think I just always have kind of thought, I mean, they did a few little 
finicky bits with the track in the late nineties that they've re- reversed now and don't do anymore. Um, so it wouldn't be the layout that had the famous Schumacher Villeneuve um, <laughs> showdown. It would be it would be because at the back of that they've got a, a crappy little chicane for some reason in that race. But um, it would be the layout they use for MotoGP now, which is um, I think it's a really good intense layout of a track. It's um, and it's it's in a really cool part of the world. You can go there and get some sherry and everything. <laughs> That's about it. Um, but I think yeah, it's just, just one of those tracks that I've always, always like, literally always wanted F1 to go to. And for me, if it's a Dreamland, it's a Dreamland calendar, um, I want to give Ferrari a go. I don't think it would work for modern F1 though. I really don't. I think the medium and high speed corners. The racing would be pretty awful, really. <laughs> That's what we said when we went to Mugello. And then Mugello's yeah, well, got a very, very long It wasn't straight. just Harass, crashes, though. Doesn't. That's the thing. People think Mugello was just crashes. It wasn't. Yeah. I mean, I, I liked the, the just crashes, straight. but it, largely the interest came from that, I thought. I don't feel like I particularly have a urgent need to see it in. If we, it, you know, if we put it in, and, you know, Portimao isn't good it or can, oh, Mugello, right. we have a load of boring races at Mugello, then, you know, I'd be willing to give it a try or something like that. Or something. Right, it'll be there but, in the 2024 dream calendar. Fine. Yeah. <laughs> Six, I, I'm willing to, I'm willing to sit back because I know I'm going to be voted out on this one. It's okay. not, it's not, it's not the hill I'm going to die on this one. Okay. Um, um, Bahrain Outer, I voted for it and then unvoted for it. <laughs> But and I think I voted, Freddie for, voted it. for it. I'm kind of torn on it because I did really like it, but I don't know whether I really liked it because it was so different. And if it's every year, it'll stop being different. And I don't know whether we want to go. Yeah, that to makes the same sense. Track. But I thought of two ideas. One is do it like they did in Monza in. I'm going to forget the year now. Is it '61? Where they did the track and then they went onto the banking and did that. <laughs> that's the first idea that they go to Bahrain but they do, they do one lap well yeah you like have lanes painted on the track so like lanes. if you're going if you, lanes. So if you're going, if you're going on the next exit layout, take the outer layout you, you go you go on the left hand side and then and there's a line that you have to switch by unless like you're side by side with the car and it's there's no other car in sight so the first idea is that I think that'd be quite fun if very random. Um, yeah, just zooming round a. Yeah, I think. It'd be so what, before George Russell had his problem, before the safety car, was the actual racing there good? Yeah, there's a good battle uh, between Albon yeah. and per- those Perez coming back through the field. Is it that? Yeah, race? because Perez had to Perez, through. Yeah, it was a DRS train, wasn't it? From Science down to Ocon in like a third to eleventh. It was a DRS train. Had it had had it not been Russell at Mercedes, and if it, if it was just you know Hamilton there normal normal weekend, I think. Yeah, we didn't have all the Russell exciting. stuff. We didn't have the Perez win. It would have been declared a damp squib. Mm. I don't think yeah. it would. I think it was but still a good race. It, it's only it one race, and you know me, I, I don't like to judge things on just one thing. Yeah. So, I, I'm a, not sure. The the other option, if we're not going to go for the I've got an idea. Oval track. Freddie. Um, why don't we do a 
two race weekend at Bahrain. Yeah. Mm. Qualifying race on the Bahrain Alta than the main yeah, race. Something like that. Why not? Yeah. All, all, all okay, that's around. a good idea. <laughs> like, yes, I like got a good idea. Form one here. My first good idea on the podcast. My my thing was just going to be another like to go there and do one track one year, one year, the, one track the other year. But I think that's a much better idea. Yeah, let's just have. I mean, you can do the same with one Grand Prix. Got more than one way out now. We can do yeah. that at other tracks as well. I don't feel the need to like see a race on Austria short, Austria the same, <laughs> whatever. I feel like oh, it's over. Yeah, that would be it. <laughs> Suzuka's short. <laughs> yeah. That's really. <laughs> that's just really crazy. It's like, oh yeah. It's, just S's, you don't slow down. You only slow down when there's a little escape road that's really annoying. I was talking to really Adam about down. this a couple of months ago. They did a NASCAR race on Suzuka Short in the late oh, wow. 90s called like the Thunder Grom, no, not the Thunder 500 <laughs> or something, something like that. Um, and it, was, it was bonkers, it was absolutely <laughs> random to see NASCAR like proper NAS stock cars from whatever it is, it would be the Xfinity truck series equivalent, that kind of thing. And like the, the top class with people like Dale Earnhardt and stuff going yeah. around um, wow. <laughs> Suzuka short circuit with some like <laughs> Japanese touring car drivers in as um, special guests doing really well. Wow. Yeah, for anyone who doesn't know, the Suzuka East circuit is literally 30 seconds long, if, if that. <laughs> there would yeah. be... Me and Freddie did an online F1 race at Suzuka Short, I think in F2 cars. Like, yeah, and it, it was eight laps long. Yeah, <laughs> which probably should have been 16, but it was just crazy because it's so short that basically if you pit, you get lapped. Yeah. So it was just like everyone everywhere, obviously because it was on F online, then everyone had crashes. So everyone needed to pit. Freddie like crashed on the first lap and then ended up third because yeah. like, everyone else just crashed later on. <laughs> I got to take, I was like, second or third and they got taken out by a lapped car like near the end which was really annoying was i got lapped. a podium because of it yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was brilliant there's what about 18 not... cars there it's one of like it's one of those it was what i first thought of when when we mentioned suzuka short just then um, <laughs> which has a lot really um, i think suzuka yeah. short would be fun if they were all in like smart cars and you did something like that we just had Tons of F1 drivers in like little pocket, what are they called? They're called like K cars in Japan, where it's like like really small, like little like a Suzuki Swift vibe kind of car. Um, and every F1 is driver is in one of them. Then? Yeah, like do like we can just do some random races at this kind of thing. I did an article um, uh, the other day about who would make the best F1 ghetto driver, and Tom Aaron, who works for MSV, he said um, he said it would be good if they did. Um, Ever all the drivers in Ford Mustangs with cardboard boxes littered around the circuit to see who'd be the best comedy getaway driver. And if we do stuff like that, dotted around the Dreamland calendar, then I think this is going to be a season to behold because publicity stunt-wise, everyone's going to be off their rocker. <laughs> I'd, not, I'd not thought about that, actually. Is there any other... Actually, we'll go through the other circuits that people put down first. Nord Slice, no. Me and well, not having that. Bathurst, 
me and Freddie have been doing a bit of that on project cars. Best and track it would in the be world. Literally impossible. It would be Best impossible. Track in the it would world. be. No. I, I think I, did, I don't know if the note's still there. I put a note on there saying it'd be great for a demo run. I oh, know I took it yeah. off for some reason. I think that would be if, good. If you did a demo run there, you did some like people went there, like two drivers went to Bathurst just to be like, mm. hey, we're at Bathurst. Wow, look at us. Me and mm. you, Bathurst. Wow. And that kind of thing. You did like a driver swap with um, Scott McLaughlin or something, <laughs> even though he's not a supercars driver anymore. Shane Van Gisbergen, something like that. And you did, you did a. Um, Didn't he play for Wasps? Oh, no, that's yeah, he, he did, but he became, a, um, he became an Australian V8 supercars driver afterwards. The South um, African fullback won the European Cup. Anyway, we're getting off topic. Um, so if you did something like that, you had like a driver swap, you had a supercars driver in an F1 car and then a um, yeah. F1 driver in a supercar. Um, and then you'd have a few hot laps around that. That would be quite fun. And it would be good to sell, I don't know, shell oil. But it wouldn't be good for um, a race. Yeah, I mean, you, you know that in your heart of hearts, Nigel. No, I think it'd be good. No, it's one of those. So it'd be good to see an F1 car on, and that's why what Freddie said would be a great idea. But we don't need to put it on the calendar. Have a race there just to see an F1 car. Because when a car there. rolls, it will roll off a mountain. Yes. How's it going to roll? I don't know. They do like it sometimes. That. Barriers. Mm. Hulkenberg. I'm hanging here like a cow. <laughs> There's only, like Marcus Ericsson. There's only been one significant role at Bathurst. So there's room well, for more. That's They're due another role. Yeah. Every yes. track's <laughs> going to have had a role. Silverstone's yeah, had loads. Yeah, but not off the side of a mountain, as Freddie said. Yeah. But no one's rolled off the side let's, of let's a mountain. Let's race on Alpe and have no us going up the 21 the hairpins the there. The Alpe d'Huez has, they, a, has, yeah. has a um, chairlift called the Scare Chair because it's terrifying. <laughs> Well, it looks anyway, like Bathurst isn't going in, but it is my favourite track in the world. I think it always will be. I just, it oh, oh we don't doubt there's an absolutely fantastic yeah. racetrack, and it would be amazing if it wasn't, what, a grade three circuit? Uh, I'm not sure what grade it is. But... I, think, I think it's grade three. <laughs> be, oh, I just think it'd be, like, it'd be great to see, but I just think it'd be terrifying and simultaneously awful. It's really narrow as well. Like, it's so narrow. Not narrow is it. fine. You can cope with narrow. Monaco's narrow. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but you can get two cars side by side on that. Anyway, You can get two um, cars side by side at Bathurst at parts of it, to be fair. There's the whole massive Freddy. No. No, you're not. No, there's there's not. On the back straight, you've got wheels on. You'd have a wheel on the grass. Unless yeah, the car is, like, yeah. Or anyway, hard to do, but you have that in the Hungaro ring. Not to the same extent. Anyway, it's it's not going on. It's, okay. it's the longer the short of it. Um, yeah, it's it's yeah. I agree. It's 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 fun. It's unfeasible though. This is a this is a proper calendar. Yes, with clearly uh, rating K cars on Suzuka short. Anyway, uh, yes. Le Mans. Nigel, you put that on. Yes. Well, if if we're gonna have right. a French race, which I think F one should have because uh, of the FIA and the French. I oh, you can't Le have F1 cars at Le Mans. Why not? Are you because you have Le Mans the... at Le Mans. Are you on the Circuit the de la Le Mans? Yes, the Circuit Track de la Sarre. Or the, the Bugatti Circuit. No, the proper Le Mans. Not, not yeah, the Bugatti, Bugatti Circuit's terrible. Um, well, yeah, that's why I was... Or whatever... Because they held a race there that went over like the driving school or something. And everyone said it was terrible. And they said yeah, Le Mans is for Le Mans, not for F1 cars. 
That's what Jim Clark said. No, Nigel, you can you can argue it though. You can, no, you, you can't. can't balance Move on. Cars racing with multi in a multi class series of cars at different speeds. You can definitely have twenty Ooh, of the world's best drivers. You think we should have F one cars at Le Mans as well? Yes. That's what I mean. An F. No. <laughs> yes. Got... Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. Don't this. ruin Le Mans. Le Mans is one of the no. best things in the world. I, the, I don't the, know. The GT cars and LMP1 cars and F1 cars <laughs> around it would be brilliant. The opening <laughs> lap at Le Mans with F1 would be brilliant. The slipstream would be incredible. I think the racing would be great. What do you think? I mean, I agree with that, but Le Mans is Le Mans. should be for Le Mans and Le Mans only. That's how I see it. I see Le Mans as Le Mans, not as a racetrack, if that makes sense. I mean, can you not say the same with the Indy 500 yet? NASCAR well, racing Well, you can if you want, but that's because Indy's a, um, a closed facility and everything. Le Mans is a... Is, streets around the back of the Bugatti circuit. The Bugatti circuit hosts MotoGP, if you want to throw this argument into it. Um, and there's a little cart track next door, fine. But um, Le Mans is one of, it's one of the absolute historic moments of motorsport and always will be forever, um, at least until I'm dead, hopefully. So, and I think Le Mans should remain as, I mean, as it is as a sports car, the pinnacle of sports car racing, and that's what Le Mans is. If you start putting F1 there, then it just cheapens the, the 24 hours of Le Mans. And oh. I think I, I'm i not here for that. Do, do you think it would be a good race, Nigel? I think, yeah, I think it would be a fantastic race. I really do, because it, everyone would be on low downforce, obviously, so the cars will be moving around in the final set. So that would be a really tough challenge for the drivers but I think Freddie has got a point there I do think F1 would take away a little bit from the Le Mans 24 hour race and the way that Indy 500 took away like you say from the LMP1 cars are as fast as F1 cars anyway Hmm. I'm kind of that's always I think I think having a French Grand Prix as Nigel says is a good thing because it is, in many ways, the kind of birthplace of motor racing. And... I think I've I've convinced Adam, but I'm not convinced Freddie. But I've... Freddie's convinced me. You've you've convinced (laughs) me and unconvinced yourself at the same time. Um, Yeah, I don't know. We could have, like, a one-off non-championship race or something there, just to see it, but, you know... Or just make Le Mans more attractive to drivers... Have a. This is a whole different question, but have a hypercar in Le Mans. They've got have a hypercar. They've got hypercar regulations coming into Le, into WEC. They've got official announcements on a lot of that coming in the coming weeks. Um, you've got um, lots of projects coming in the next couple of years to have a very big top class at Le Mans, and I think more should be done to encourage um, transferable skills across motorsport. Yeah. If that makes sense, like. Yeah. Not just a driver as an F1 driver or a sports car driver or an IndyCar driver. Um, you see, you have got the Daytona um, 24 hours coming up this weekend and you've got IndyCar drivers, sports car drivers, everyone just going crazy for that because it's the p- pinnacle of the IMSA calendar 
and one of the pinnacles of the American motorsports calendar. Um, you don't and if you have... did something like that with, with Le Mans, where people like F1 drivers want to drive Le Mans as well as F1 at the same time, and so you've got a um, a if they can do it, if you can, if you if they if you're Aston Martin with a fully fledged uh, hypercar um, class in the class at Le Mans, and they get um, Lance Stroll to or Sebastian Vettel to drive in their car at Le Mans, then not only is a fantastic publicity stunt, but it's 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 drivers being the stars, and that's I think something that would be fantastic. And you know, I, I'm happy to see F1 drivers at Le Mans, but like, yeah, Le Mans is Le Mans is Le Mans, etc. Mm, I think is- we're not going to get it in the calendar. Fred I'd, convinced me. Yeah, yeah I, I think I'd, I'd agree with Fred. Firstly, I'd like I'd still like to see F1 cars in Le Mans itself and just have them zooming around. I think that'd be good fun. But also, maybe on a more realistic level, I think it would be. I'd like to see it, but as we said with Bathurst and some of the other tracks, that's probably not enough of a reason on its own to put it in. Mm. So that's out. And there are just a few more that we've not mentioned. Donington. I mean, yeah, I'd, I'd love that because it's yeah. close to Sheffield. I'd also love well, the Sheffield Street circuit. But oh. Donington was nearly the British Grand Prix from 2010 onwards, but then Silverson said, "Actually, look at us. We've we can do things out. and built and built a wing." Um, and that's what happened. Um, yes, the wing. And I think Donington. I think seeing F1 cars around Donington. It's a simple track. It's it's got mm. a few technicalities to it. You've got um, sort of the end of the first sector up to the crane of curves is is quite. It's quite a funky bit of track there. Um, and the rest of it, I think, you just see F1 cars around there and they'd be just having a ball, I kind of think. I think it's such a simple track, but it's so loved that I think it would be quite quite cool to see F1 there. And everyone raves about the 1993 European Grand Prix. And we don't need to go into that because that's only good because Senna did a really good drive. It wasn't actually that interesting a race. Um, I watched it back oh. because everyone said it was a brilliant race. And I was like, no, it's not. Um, but you got a Sonic the Hedgehog trophy. So if there's an excuse to get a Sonic the Hedgehog trophy or something like that in in circulation, then let's go to Donington. Why not? Does anyone anyone want to say yes to Donington? Please. I want to, but I don't really feel I can justify it. I can't, yeah, I don't know if you can justify taking anywhere else off for Donington. I think mm. if we're talking about countries for two Grand Prix, though, Britain is one of them. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Mm. But it also is our... It is our dream but, calendar, so we can put it in if we want to. Yeah, I don't think we can alternate Silverstone, though. Silverstone needs to be no, there every year. Definitely it's, not. Um, it's the home of Formula One. Mm-hmm. It's the home of British motorsport, Silverstone. Um, um, oh, I'm, logistically, I'm ruining my argument by the fact that it's come at the end. If it was at the beginning, maybe. but um, <laughs> would you? I'd, I wouldn't mind having it in the a, in a 24 race calendar. Yeah, if we're going to do a European Grand Prix, you could do it. What? If anything's oh, the European tricky. Grand Prix, then like you could do European Grand Prix alternating between racetracks and like I don't know, is Portimao the European Grand Prix? We got that. I don't know. We can alternate with Portimao. Portuguese Grand Prix. Oh, that's an issue. Um, <laughs> we could alternate it with Mugello as a European Grand Prix, as like a second track in a country. We could just have it in, we, or we could have a European Grand Prix slot. I think. Yeah, oh, I just think. Tw- I, I do think twenty four is just too much. If we do twenty three and have Mugello and Donington alternating, I think that's quite fun. 
I mean, okay. we'll say in 2014, what should wait for next year's calendar when they do after 25. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's true. Oh, I, I've kind of, yeah. I'm quite like... I think the only reason we've got it is because it is British. I feel like if it was in a different country, we wouldn't even be mentioning them. But we are British and it See, is what, our calendar. Yeah, I, what I, I, made I, me yeah. think about so, it? What made me think about it? Because when I was looking this up, I saw um, like a press conference transcript when they were, I think it was when they were at Magello or something like that, talking about new tracks. And Kimi Raikkonen said how much he thinks Donington would be a really cool track to go to. Mm. And that just lodged in my mind. Leclerc said Brands Hatch, and I thought, yes, but Brands Hatch, I'm sure it would be ruined by modern Formula One. Donington, mm. I don't think would be. I think Donington is a track that's old school and good and would cope with modern Formula One. You know, I like it. I like it. I'm happy to put it in as a kind of roving slot. <laughs> with Magello or alternating with Magello or whatever we want. Yeah, yeah I, I am. Yeah. I, I like Let's that. Go for it. I, I'm, yeah, I don't mind. Which ruins my next suggestions. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. Long Beach and Vallelunga. Okay, I'll, we'll get Long American Beach out of the way because that was just a pipe dream. But Long okay. Beach is um, it's one of the best tracks in the States in my opinion, I think. Mm. I think it's one of those ones that like it's by this beach in California and all of that. And you've got all of that kind of vibe to it, which is obviously exceptionally amazing because that's everyone. If this is dream calendar, that's where they're going to live anyway. So um, you've got to bear that in mind. Um, But also, yeah, it's just, I think historically it's one of those tracks that in the eighties for F1 and seventies was one of those ones that was always really looked forward to really cool, and it's always been quite cool for IndyCar when they've been there. And I kind of think whatever layout they choose there would be pretty decent. I don't think there's been that many shoddy layouts around Long Beach. The one they've got now with a with IndyCar is all right. Um, I think it's pretty good. But yeah, I, I don't think it's going to um, slot in nicely with what we've got going in the rest of this calendar. But I thought it deserved at least an honourable mention. Yeah. It's like the America's version of Monaco. That's how I see Long Beach. But, yeah. yeah. And finally, Vallelunga. Vallelunga <laughs> is um, oh, it's like Hockenheim, but better. Ooh, in my well, we all love that. Um, oh, yeah. But like you've got <laughs> you've got kind of cool, fast straights, fast corners, and everything. It felt like a kart track, but um, mixed with that would be good it, for F one. Well, yeah, <laughs> kart track, but F on F one scale. Um, <laughs> and you've got really long, 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 long straight fast corner back to long and long straight back which was remind old Hockenheim that's what it reminded me of old Hockenheim which everyone wets themselves over for some reason but um, <laughs> and then you get back and it's got like a fiddly bit but not fiddly in like annoying fiddly fiddly and kind of like quite fun to do fiddly um, like you know a technical section that's technical because it's good and then you start the lap again I think I was re- I watched a couple of onboard laps there and I was really won, won over by Valerlunga um, and I don't know if you want a triple slot with the Donington Magello European Grand Prix, then <laughs> Vallelunga is in Italy. It's near. It's about half mm. of forty miles away from Rome, something like that. Problem is, there's three Italian tracks that I prefer over Vallelunga. At least three. I think it's wrong. decent. <laughs> I prefer it to Imola, and I probably prefer it to Magello as well. Really? But, yeah. Give it a chance. 
give it a chance. We can say that to every single track in the world. Give it a chance. Yeah, I know. That's why I am. Yeah, but like, I'm not going to give it a chance. You're not. Give hope a chance. Yeah. Give hope. Give peace. Give. I've won. I've already got two Italian tracks. Adam likes it because it's called a Vallelunga as well. You can tell that. I like it. Yeah, Vallelunga. <laughs> it sounds Spanish to me, Valle. But, yeah. Valle, that famous Italian the, the, motorbike the, the, rider. The problem is that we have got 23 circuits on. Where are we going for testing then? Let's Barcelona. Barcelona. Oh. Not Jerez. It's the Damn. perfect <laughs> testing track, Barcelona. Yeah, I'd agree. It is. In my opinion. And it's quite... It's, Barcelona's a lovely city. Mm, it is. Yeah. Okay. Recommend. So, mm-hmm. I think, yeah, I think we're going to have to... We've finally got the, a final calendar. We're going to have to <laughs> wait for someone to, I don't know, come into difficulties to get Valalunga on. Let's wait for the next pandemic and we can throw in Valalunga. That's cheerful note there, Freddie. <laughs> yeah, it's satire. <laughs> sure, I'd love to hear that right now. On, on a kind of wider point, I did quite like the idea of having a kind of Roving, roving slot. slot. I know, I know oh, Chamber has yeah. spoken about this of having kind of a flexible calendar of yeah things moving in and out. We've um, spoken about it a couple of times. Um, some more serious than others as well on this podcast. Yeah, I yeah I think it would kind of it would be nice to have a slot there, and maybe that's one that can kind of incorporate Donington, Imola. Vigello, mm. Vallelunga, Hereth, whatever, you know, whatever you want to, you know, kind of giving circuits, I guess, a chance or whatever. The battery's going to die. Okay. Well, <laughs> we need to wrap this up. <laughs> it is probably a good idea to wrap this up uh, anyway. So, in no particular order, we will maybe do a video on putting out an order and kind of getting it into a proper calendar or maybe presenting that. Um, into a proper calendar but there is a whole host of things you could talk about there but the tracks we have are Interlagos, Bahrain with a qualifying race on the outer circuit, Monaco, Spa, Montreal, Cota alternating with Road America, Hungaroring, Istanbul, Singapore, Nürburgring alternating with Hockenheim, Red Bull Ring, Sipang, Silverstone, Suzuka alternating with Fuji with a um, qualifying race at Suzuka on the short circuit in K-Cars, Baku, Portimao, Monza, then Melbourne, Patero de las Funas, Kailami, Shanghai, Zandvoort, and some roving European slot that has Magello and Vallelunga and Donington and whatever in. That is our 23 race calendar. Any final thoughts on it? I really like this. I think there's a lot. There's a lot of everything. There's the good tilt tracks. There's a bit of playing with the weekend, making it an interesting race weekend. There's races on every continent. There's some old school tracks. There's some difficult driving tracks. There's some that get the balance of both quite well. Yeah, I, I really like it. And there's new circuits that F1 hasn't been to in a while or, or hasn't been to at all. I agree with Adam. I think it gives That's us a lot. lot. It gives us a lot of um, different varieties worldwide. It's a global motorsport bonanza every week every two oh, oh, oh we're just doing a 23 race back to back to back to back to back <laughs> season <laughs> why not <laughs> just start starting like April and just go <laughs> every weekend we're like going to from Australia to Japan or something oh, yeah 
That'd be something. Electric planes yeah. would be fine. Mm. Um, but yeah, that is it. We will. I guess this is really the kind of trough of F1 news in the year. There is nothing going on. As if there is kind of more news next week, then we'll be doing that. But we don't. <laughs> we can't create it. So yeah, it should be ramping up though um, as we go forward. And obviously, once the season starts, then we'll be back on to race previews and reviews. We'll have a season preview coming up, but that's still a month or so away at least. But for now, Freddie. If people haven't <laughs> heard where they can find us before, would you just like to do a run through of yeah, where of we course, are of course, I will listen to. Um, if you haven't, if you're just discovering us and you're still here, then you can find um, all of us in different locations. Um, I'm at Fredcoats99 on Twitter, um, 1999 so on Twitter, even. Um, <laughs> Nigel is at Nigel C. Journo, and Adam is at Adam Dickinson 01. We all tweet there about F1, about random random crap, frankly. Um, you can find the podcast That's on it. YouTube. You can find it on Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcasts. You can go to our podcast provider website on ACAST, shows.acast forward slash winging hyphen it hyphen F1 hyphen podcast, I think. Um, That's on top of my head, so it's probably wrong, but it'll be in the description below. And you can follow the podcast on Twitter at wingitf one and there you will get updates on everything from release dates, upcoming episodes. If we want um, audience involvement, we'll put out a note there. Um, please do follow us. Please subscribe. We would love to have as many of you listening to our podcast as possible. It's um, a joy to do. We all absolutely love it. And thank you so much for listening and watching and indulging us with your time. Yes. Yes. Thank you very much. And thank you very much for listening to this one. Let us know if you'd make changes, which tracks you'd want on the calendar. Any random ones or any gaffes that you think we've made that you think are just awful circuits that should have no place in F1. But for now, as I said, thanks very much for listening and we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.